0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Unsubscribe. Welcome back to Planet Kai, I am your also familiar disembodied voice who has not been here in over a month. But I am so incredibly excited to be back in your headphones. Uh, or your speaker. Um, I don't discriminate wherever I am right now. Thank you for having me. Welcome back to Planet Kai. How have you been? I am glad to hear it. Now, last time I spoke, I almost said last time we spoke, but I cannot hear you. I'm very sorry. I wish there was a way that we could, um, fix that. You could always send me audio messages. You're always welcome. But anyway, last time I spoke, I had said that... Next time, there would be human people on, and we would have human people conversations. And uh, that is not going to happen this time. There is nary a human here except for me, and I'm very sorry. But at some point, there will be. um, I just missed you, and I wanted to talk to you again. So, here I am. Hello. Um, Now, I don't have a super lot to talk about today, so... I just have a few little things and I just want to see where this goes because it's been a while and God, I just really miss it. I just, I don't have a lot of time to sit and do these things and I just really miss them. I want to do another KFM soon. I keep saying that, but I, I very much want to have another KFM. So at some point that's going to happen. But anyway, I'm also trying to figure out my, is this too close? Am I too close to you right now? Is this like overwhelming? Let me see. Yeah, that's like mad close. I'm not. I'm not trying to whisper, sweet. Nothing's in your ear uh, today. That'll be later tonight. Ah, just kidding. So, um, I just want to talk. I just want to talk to you and uh, see where it goes. So, firstly, let's talk pop culture, right? Which is not something I do. I'm also late to every party, so you've probably already heard this story because it's like almost a month old. Uh, Dave Chappelle being attacked at one of his shows because of some of the jokes that he had made. Um, I'm sure everyone has their opinion on that. Um, I don't necessarily know every detail, and I suppose I could look into it before podcasting about it, but as far as I know, someone in the Alphabet Mafia was not a fan of the way that Dave conducts himself and the jokes that he makes about that particular community, community, if you will, and so he attacked him on stage, and, uh, obviously, in my humble opinion, that does not help anything, that does not prove any point, I'm sure a lot of people will think I am ignorant in saying so, but I just do not believe that if you want to prove a point about a cause, you should attack a public figure on stage in front of God and everybody, um, because that's just not... That's just not the waiting... You're just... You're not gonna get what the desired effect is. That is a text message that I had received. Because so many ones talked to me. I thought I put my computer on mute so you wouldn't have to hear uh, those things. Anyway, so yeah. Um, if you don't like a comedian, uh, don't go to a show and tackle him. Or maybe it was... Was it John Mulaney... Milady <laughs> Milady um was it john Mullaney's show and dave chappelle was opening or was it like the other way around because it was if it was dave chappelle's show uh don't go to his fucking show if you don't like what he has to say maybe possibly but if it was john Mullaney's show and dave was just like there um just leave uh i have a story um I had gone with a friend of mine to a comedy show in April, mid-April, or maybe early, early mid-April. I had gone to, yeah, I had gone to a comedy show in Louisville, which is something that I had always wanted to do and I've just never done. And I went because my therapist or care counselor from Cerebral Told me that I should do something this month, just anything. She was basically telling me that life is more than just work and I need to not just work and home all day because the monotony of that will absolutely drive me insane. Um, So she had suggested that I go to something, just some event, and just take somebody and do something fun, which I don't ever give myself the chance to do. So I went to a comedy show with my friend, and there's a reason I'm telling this story, which I'm gonna get back to this subject, soon, but anyway. So, during this comedy show, there were quite a few comedians that went up, all of them funny, except for one. And in my in my opinion, he was not funny, because he made jokes about things that I personally just don't necessarily um, particularly like, like, joking about. It's just not my thing. So, essentially... He was making a joke about a family member of his who was essentially, like, mentally disabled, I guess. I don't know what the term of that is, but had, like, mental fucking deficits or something. I'm so sorry. I don't know how to be, like, politically correct when it comes to stuff like that. Um, Anyway... But his basic, I don't mean any disrespect, I'm very sorry, I don't, someone tell me what, like, the term is that we're using now, because it always changes, and my intention is not to be disrespectful, Um, but his was. (laughs) So, he was talking about his, like, I think it was, like, his little cousin or something, but he was basically saying that it is okay for everyone to make jokes about people with those conditions, because they don't know that we're talking about them which is fucked up and I don't have to explain why and so he spent a lot of time using words that I personally would not use and talking about things and making light of things that I personally just felt very icky about so I looked at my friend and she looked at me and she was like yo I can't I can't I can't do this this is not and I was like yo me neither this is not my thing I do not enjoy it I this is not quality content home skillet So we got up and we ran to the front of the stage and we tackled him to the ground and took the mic. That's not true. What we did was we left. I mean, we didn't leave the show. We just stepped out while his set was happening and we just like went to the bar, hung out, talked, and then waited until his set was over and then we came back in. That is what you do. If you do not like something that a comedian is saying, you don't have to sit there and listen to it. You can leave. That is what we did. Just go somewhere if you don't want to hear it. It is not a very hard thing to do. Everyone knows somebody, loves somebody who has something, something. And sometimes some of us take certain things more personal than others do. And that is completely understandable. But you do not have to goddamn attack somebody. Just leave. Just go bye-bye. It is not that hard. And that is what we did. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back to that cerebral conversation here soon. Here's another pop culture story, um, which is it has also taken place like over a month ago and I'm late to the party. Hello. Um, And that is that Kim Kardashian had lost. I want to say it was like 16 pounds or something like that within three weeks to fit into a dress. And people are furious. And I want to talk about this because I think it is rather interesting now. I don't know what the actual, like, whole story is because I'm not a good podcaster who looks at things before they talk about them. I just talk about things. We, I mean, if this is your first day here on Planet Kai, I'm just going to explain how things go. Uh, I talk about things that I don't know about. There you go. If you're not new here, which you're most likely not, you're aware. So, continuing on. Um, so, she, we're going to say she lost like 16 pounds or something within three weeks to fit into a dress. She told everyone that. She told everyone that, like, I guess she said it in, like, an interview that she needed to fit into a dress. So she lost weight by counting calories and doing exercise and blah, blah, blah. Now, people were mad. And I guess they were saying that she's promoting eating disorder behaviors and she's, you know, setting a bad example for women, blah, blah, blah. Here's my thing. Right. Here's my thing. I'm sorry, you can totally hear me scratching my nose. That's embarrassing. Here's my thing. She was transparent. The fact the fact that y'all got me out here defending Kim Kardashian is astronomical. I do not understand how this happened. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to defend good old Kimmy K here. She was transparent. She did not say... I lost 20 pounds in two weeks because of this magical tea. She didn't say, you want to know how I lost 16 pounds? I got my fucking ass up and I worked. Like she said straight up, like I counted calories. I just ate a little bit less, exercised a little bit more, drank a lot of water, lost 16 pounds, was able to fit in the dress. Everything was Gucci and golden. She was honest. Why is that a problem? Also, if there's a dress that you want to fit, rude, if there's a dress that you want to fit in like next month or something, and you decide to lose a little bit of weight to fit in the dress, it's not a goddamn crime. I don't, I still don't understand why everybody is demonizing weight loss. It is not a bad thing to lose weight, whether it is because you want to change your lifestyle and be healthier and like more fit, or if you just want to fucking fit into a dress. That, like, for an event next month, it does not matter. I do not understand what the issue is. I think it is absolutely ridiculous that people project their shit onto other people. If you have an eating disorder... I'm so sorry. This is <laughs> this is gonna get me um, fucking riggedy, riggedy, wrecked. I know people are gonna be upset. If you have an eating disorder, I am very, very sorry. But that is not anybody else's responsibility. We do not have to coddle people. Like... Nobody is encouraging eating disorder behavior because they want to lose weight. I'm sorry. I would get it if she was promoting some kind of, like, appetite suppressant lollipop or something, which I am I think she has done in the past. But this time, she's being transparent. I, you know, I would understand if she was like, oh, I just didn't eat that entire time. So, girls, if you want to be healthy, you just stop eating altogether. Like, yeah, no, straight up, I would be like, um, madam, mrs., ma'am, my lady. <laughs> um fuck right off with that shit but she wasn't she was just like i needed to lose weight this is how i did it period i don't understand why that's a problem i do not please help me understand why that is a problem i do not think that i would love to have somebody on to talk about that that is not a, that is not an issue that is a non-issue Oh, and I thought I was going to have more to say about that I thought there was going to be like a whole rant About how we're still demonizing Weight loss as a society And how but yeah, I just I've I pretty much talked that out I've talked it out I, mm, I just Y'all gotta leave her alone At least in this case Leave her alone for this So yeah, basically she had said That she did not eat carbs or sugar For three weeks in order to wait late What? in order to lose weight to get into this dress and people were like oh you know you're starving yourself to fit into this dress and you're putting weight over your health and like I think it's really funny and I said this before how everybody suddenly becomes your primary care physician and all of a sudden has a lot to say about your health as if they know goddamn fuck all about what you should be eating and what you should be doing and I just think it's really amusing and if we could all just fucking stop that would be spectacular um She was like, yeah, no carbs or sugar for three weeks and now we're gonna have a pizza and donut party because I fit in the dress and I did it and now I don't have to worry about carbs and sugar like near as much anymore. Um, So carbs and pizza and bread, which is great. Good for you, like have yourself a donut pizza party. That's fucking awesome. Congratulations on being like dedicated enough to sacrifice things so you could fit in a dress so you could go to the Met Gala and celebrate that's awesome. Like, good for you, Kim K. Anyway, so that is the second pop culture thing. That's pretty much all I know about what's been going on lately, and even those news stories are, like, months old. So, I want to go back to the cerebral conversation that I'd had with my care counselor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm keeping that in. That was awful. I'm very sorry you had to hear that, but I'm keeping it in because I found it hilarious. And if you didn't hear it, good. I'm glad. So anyway, I'm going to go back to that conversation that my cerebral care counselor, that thing. So she had told me that I needed to do something fun. Right. And then I did something fun and I was so excited to tell her about it. I was like, oh my God, like I get to make my therapist proud. I get to tell her that I did a thing. Um, And then she was like, all right, what's your thing for this month? I was like, what? She was like, yeah, what's your fun thing going to be for this month? I was like, oh, God, is this going to be an every month thing where I have to grab people and do something fun, like, outside of my house? And she was like, yeah, and I'm going to do it, too, and I'm going to tell you. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Um, So this month was Kentucky Kingdom, and that was confusing. But I went to this month's fun thing with the same person who I went to the comedy club thing with because... I made a friend. Like, I made a good friend. And, you know, I feel, I feel like that was a pivotal moment in our getting to know each other. And because I took this person and we went to a comedy club thing, we talk every day now. And we're friends and we go places and we do things and it's fucking great. So, um, you should do the same thing. You should grab a person or people. Did I say this last episode? I might have. You should grab a person or people and do something fun once a month. Just get out of your house and do something. It would... It's... She was right. It really does, like, help things. It'll, you know, your friendships will be stronger or maybe you'll develop new ones. You'll have experiences. You'll have memories. You'll have stories. I just really think it is something that you should absolutely do because there's a new person in my life now because of that. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say it was because of that, but that definitely helped. And so you should do it. <laughs> One of the things that strikes me as like very odd and different in adulthood is the the friends that I have made. Um, a lot of the friends that I have made lately are female, there are a few males, shout out to the male friends who I've made. Eddie, shout out to you. You're a fucking bamf. Um we took a walk and we talked for hours about so many things and then we sat in the car and we talked for so like just so long and we just have a lot in common and I just think you're super fun to talk to and you're smart and you're great and I just think you're fucking fantastic. So shout out to you Eddie pause fun fact i met eddie through uber he was my uber driver on the way to that comedy show where i was meeting that friend and we could watch you know the comedy show so i solidified one friendship that day and made another one on the ride to that comedy show i made a friend and he is fucking great and that brings me back to do something meet someone. It's fucking cool. It's so cool that that one day that I like made myself go do something and I have even more people in my life that are goddamn great and I just I just think that's I also shout out rideshare because I've met some really cool. I have made quite a few, maybe not quite a few. I've made a few friends from Lyft and Uber. Um, And they're really cool people. And I really hope that one day I can get Eddie on the podcast. That would be super stellar. Um, But I just, I forgot to mention that. And I thought that that was a cute little detail that I literally met him because he was my Uber driver on the way to the KFC Yum! Center, where I went with my friend and watched comedians. I think that's lovely. Anyway, continuing on. But... A lot of the friends that I have made as of late are female and I think that's really interesting because I've had a very complicated go at female friendships. Uh, So I always kind of figured that if I were to make new friends they would all be male because I talk a lot of shit about men and it's all well deserved because most of them are goddamn monsters, but the fact of the matter is women have actually caused me so much more psychological trauma than any man in my life ever has um, which I think is fascinating, uh, I don't talk, uh, near as much about women as I do men when it comes to, like, bad shit that they do, but women are fucking evil, too, dude, women are goddamn motherfucking, like, women can be cruel as shit, <laughs> which, I mean, I'm sure you already know that, but I just, I find it, I'm, like, nervous and scared, because women intimidate me because most of the time they are mean. (laughs) At least that is uh, what I've learned from past experience. So I'm always very wary when I am in a group of women because a lot of the time they do not have good intentions and they like to team up and they like to make people feel like shit because girls listening to this, right? Friendship, female friendships, female fucking friend, Mm. like, okay, I always knew who I was, right, I mean, I went through a lot of identity crises, but there were, there were core things about myself that I knew, like, okay, like, okay, the emo characters, right, in every, in every fucking cartoon, Sam Manson, fucking Gaz, fucking Louise, I guess she's not really an emo character, and I didn't, grew up with Bob's Burgers, that was, like, a more recent thing, but still, you know, Raven, (laughs) um, Daria, fucking Daria, dude, um, let me get more conf in my seat, I always knew who I was, I always identified with those characters, and, um, when you are- When you are someone who lives in the South (laughs) and you are a bit more alternative, um, female friendships are very hard to come by because there is a stigma around alternative people and a lot of these girls uh, will hate you because you don't have a fucking pink zebra stripe phone case and a pair of camo pants. Like, it is goddamn awful for us. So... Female friendships were very hard to come by in my childhood, adolescence, and those are the years that shape you. So, to this day, I am still very scarred. Um, (laughs) Funny story, right? I was watching Truth About Cats and Dogs with my mom. If you haven't seen it, I know I've talked about it before. Great movie, you need to go see it. And, you know, the the episode... Hello. The movie has these two women one brunette one blonde then it kind of you know good movie you'll have to watch it but they become really good friends it was really funny because I was watching this movie and they were like sitting all close to each other and they were talking and laughing and I looked at my mom and I was like oh my god wait are they gonna get together fuck the guy are they gonna be a thing and my mom was like what no they're just like best girlfriends dude and I like stopped for a second and I was like I've had maybe two or three best girlfriends in my life, um, two of them I'm actually still very close with, but one of them was fucking mean, like, she was goddamn mean to me, she treated me worse than any of my acquaintances ever fucking did, like, even the whole best girlfriend thing was complicated for me, like, I just, and so I didn't understand, like, And I I just thought that was a really interesting thing that, like, I just saw this, like, couple of girls that were just, like, being friends, and uh, it was so foreign to me, because I was like, what's that like? That's crazy. What is, what is this? Now, as an adult, I, I have, like, female friends, and as a kid, I did, too. Shout out, Steph. Shout out, Nichelle. But, like, I... I don't know. I just, I just thought it was interesting because like my brain didn't go to like the gal pal thing. Cause I just didn't really have a lot of gal pals. I hung out with the guys uh, and even that was awkward um, for obvious reasons, but I don't know. I just, <laughs> you know, and I was, I was talking to my friend about it recently and I was talking about how um, I was either being bullied by girls or I I had these really like weird, close, tumultuous friendships with these girls um, that I thought were really interesting because I'm realizing now that, like, I don't. Okay, here's the thing, right? Here's the motherfucking thing. Here's the motherfucking tea. Um, if you don't know what that's from, I'm sorry. I think it's a vine. Is that a vine? Anyway, so. I don't know what a normal girlfriendship is um, supposed to look like because when I had best girlfriends, we would text every day and we knew each other's schedules and we would send good morning texts and we would talk to each other on the phone every night. And whenever we stopped being friends, playlists were made. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I don't know if that's like normal. I don't know if that's what they're supposed to look like, you know? Um, do you walk the city at night with your, like, best girlfriend? Do you, like, pick each other flowers and then write dramatic text messages about the fucking flower that you picked up off the side of the road and handed to somebody? Like, is that a thing that y'all do? Like, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to just be a girl with, like, girlfriends. One time, there was this girl who I went to school with, and I just thought she was so pretty, and I just wanted to be her friend so bad, and I just, I wanted to be like her. I wanted to look like her. I just, thought she was just fucking cooler than sliced bread. I also thought she was mean and didn't really have a personality. Uh, and I was right about that, but she just, she was pretty and she was popular and she was everything that I thought I wanted to be at the time. And, um, one day she, there was this new girl in school. And so she was like showing the new girl around and she gestured to me and said, that's Kai. She's my dude. And I remember I just was like, I'm her dude. Like, I don't know why, but it just made me feel, like, cool as shit. Because I was, like, eh, like, hey, I'm her dude. Like, I don't know. It was really weird. But not in, like, a a dude-dude kind of way. Because I never wanted to be a dude. Like, I never wanted to be a man. uh, Which we've talked about in other episodes. Like, I wore boy shoes, and so everybody thought that I was trying to be a boy. I wasn't trying to be a boy. I never wanted to be a boy. Uh, I was a tomboy. But anyway, so... Then I thought about it a little bit more and I got, like, self-conscious because I was like, well, shit, like, that's why none of these girls like me because I'm not girly enough because I'm never going to be, like, her gal pal. I'm never going to be invited to the sleepover because I'm her dude. Like, I'm a dude. Like, ew, like, that sucks, you know? So then it kind of became this, like, insecurity thing and I just think that that's really interesting and um, then I turned out like this, so... (laughs) fascinating uh i always knew who i was i guess i don't know it's um you learn you learn more about yourself i definitely think that we tend to like grow into our own skin if that makes sense um but no fucking i don't i don't know what got me talking about this but this reminds me of another story um but basically the the thesis of this story is that friendships female friendships can absolutely break your heart worse than anything else. I don't know what it's like to go through like a breakup, like a relationship breakup, but whenever I lose female friends, that shit hurts. Whenever I lose any friend, the shit hurts, but something about like women slash girls from like, okay, If I say girls, I'm mainly talking about, like, baby Kai. Like, adolescent Kai. But, like, obviously, we're all women now. We're all adults. But, like, women slash girls have this weird ability to influence me more than men do. I don't give a fuck about men's opinion of me. But I always cared about a woman's opinion of me which is but girls are so fucking mean though and that's what frustrates the hell out of me because they're so mean and like they literally do shit to psychologically traumatize you but for whatever reason I'm like if I have her approval that's golden like no that doesn't make any sense and I don't understand why I've always maybe it's because I was like raised by my mother um primarily so I mean, I, I had a stepdad in the picture the whole time, but, like, nobody cares about him and what he has to say. Um, anyway, so, girl friendships can absolutely break your heart. In my opinion, uh, way worse than a romantic relationship can. Uh, to be fair, though, to be fair, I also haven't really experienced that. So, again, on Planet Kai, this is her talking about things that she has no business talking about because she doesn't know about them. So let me tell you a story about this lady named Brenda (laughs) so Brenda was mean to me in third grade and fourth grade she was so mean to me for no fucking reason she just did not like me probably because I was a tomboy she just wasn't a fan right wasn't wasn't my biggest fan which is fine nobody really was um, and then we got to fifth grade and she was, she was like pouting about something. She was insecure about something that somebody was making fun of her about. And my Scorpio brain was like, this bitch has made fun of you for years. Go ahead and make fun of her too. Make her feel like shit. But then I heard myself say something like, well, it doesn't matter what any of these people think about you because you're not going to see them after school anyway. Like, it's fine. Like, you're trying your best, blah, blah, blah. Like, being, like, nice to this girl. Like, what? Like, bitch, she was mean to you for years. Why are you being nice to her? Fuck you. And then I did that, like, years later. This other girl at work was being mean to me. And then she was like, "Uh, I don't have anything to listen to my music on. And in my head, I was like, fuck you, bitch. But then I heard myself being like, hey, would you like to use my speaker? I don't know why I do this shit i don't know why i do this shit but anyway so i and then she was like wow thanks like that was so nice i I really appreciate it blah 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 like do you want to be my friend and i was like well sure whatever like i'm a nice person and then like very quickly we became best friends like we spent the night at each other's houses every weekend we went to the mall she was there when I got the my world Justin Bieber CD and that first night we listened to the whole CD in my bedroom and we just like scream saying every word to the songs at least the songs that we knew and then we listened to the other ones for the first time and we got these friendship bracelets at rue 20 not rue 21 it was limited Two, which is now justice I believe um anyway So we were best friends and then she was kind of in with like the popular crowd and I was not. So because of that, they were not very um, ecstatic about the fact that she was hanging out with me. So she then decided that she needed to keep her street cred and stop hanging out with me. And this broke my heart this fucking crushed me because I was nothing but kind to this girl who was already mean to me but I knew that she was like fucking struggling and I just wanted to be there because I'm a fucking nice person I guess and I just felt like I had a human moment and I was like human to human everyone deserves somebody to listen and care um and then she was like well, I'm sorry, but, like, we grew apart, and I just don't want to be your friend anymore. I'm sorry, and she told me that in gym class, and then, like, walked over to her little friends, and I just stood there, and I was, like, okay, thanks. (laughs) Thanks for that, um, and then, right, and then, maybe half a year later, this fucking asshole Came up to me in the bathroom and was like, You are one of the only people who was ever nice to me. Those girls were so mean to me, and I just, I always felt like shit when I was with them. And I would just really, I would love if we could be friends again because you were always so kind and you're a good person. My dumbass my dumbass was like i know what it's like to be friends with people who you feel like shit around because they're so awful to you i'm really sorry you had to deal with that like yeah like you want to you want to hang out with me and my family this weekend bitch why bitch motherfucking why so then we were like friends again and it was fine. She was still hanging out with those people and she would tell them that she was like at home when she was at my house because she didn't want to tell anybody that she was friends with me, um, which is stellar. And I just took that shit and I was like, well, I guess I get If I were in that position, I'd be embarrassed to hang out with me too. Baby Kai, I'm going to need you to put some fucking boxer briefs on and fuck off with that shit with your low self-esteem having ass. I swear. Anyway, so then we got into middle school, and she decided that she did not want to be my friend anymore because I was emo, and that was scary, and none of the other people around her would appreciate the fact that she was hanging out with somebody who was alternative, which brings me back to uh, being emo when you live in the South isn't very fun because all the fucking... Girls there are gonna hate you for it. If you wear black and green dude shoes, they're gonna hate you. If you've got black pants and a black shirt, they're gonna hate you. If you got glasses and braces, they're gonna hate you. Like, women be mean as fuck, bro. Anyway, I still have a little bit of resentment, is what I'm realizing as I'm telling this story. My bad. Um, so yeah, she said I was too emo and she did not want to be my friend anymore. Um, Which is fantastic. And so then I kind of went through that whole thing again of, like, I'm never going to be liked. I had so many dreams around that time of just being liked. Like, I just wanted to fit in somewhere. Um And of course, you know, when you're a girl, you know, they all looked at me and they were like, something's up with her. Like, she doesn't have a boyfriend. She doesn't have a crush on anybody. Do you think she has a crush on us? Do you think she's going to look at us when we're in the locker room? Which, by the way, the answer is no. None of y'all bitches is my type any fucking way. I don't even like people like that. Y'all can fuck right off with that shit. But anyway, that was like their thing. So they hated me anyway, because I wasn't like fucking drooling over Brandon from math class. Like, it was like a whole thing. I was just not the kind of person that girls wanted to be around, which is fine, fuck y'all. Y'all be missing out, like y'all be sleeping on me. I'm fucking cool sometimes. So anyway, present day though, like let me, let me just talk about this for a second. Let me just talk about this for a second. I was gonna say something else, but then I got distracted and I wanna talk about this. So this same bitch, right? Motherfucking Big Mouth Brenda was on Facebook talking about some, you know what I just love? girls with colored hair who wear black. I just think they're so cool. Look at me in this all black outfit with this blue wig I bought and this black lipstick. I just love people who are super unique. Look at me with these hipster glasses. Like, excuse the fuck out of me? Madam? Like, I was- pissed. I was like, you gave me hell for being different. And now you're going to sit here on your stupid Facebook page looking damn near just like me with your glasses and your same colored hair as me and your stupid black shirt. Like you look like me. How are you going to, how are you going to pick on me? And then, and then this dude, this dude who, um, had told me that he wished I looked like one of his other female friends because she was blonde and had long hair and was pretty. Uh, he then told me later on in life that a lot of the girls he had a crush on were, like, kind of tan and had glasses and, like, brown hair and wore a lot of black. And I was like, really? Really? So so as an adult, now that I'm already scarred and traumatized, you people are going to tell me that I was cool? Are you fucking fucking serious right now so I was really pissed off um because I already have scars (laughs) I'm already very traumatized and I'm still convinced I still to this day if I see like a group of teenage girls laughing I assume that they're laughing at me And I'm like, Kai, I I think I've said this. I know I've said this in an earlier podcast. I'm like, these are like 13-year-old girls. They do not give a fuck about you. You are old to them. Like, you are a taxpayer. You have bills. They don't, they don't, they're not even looking at you. They would call you ma'am if they were to speak to you. They are not laughing at you. But I, I do every time I, even women, a group of women, if they're laughing, I'm like, they're laughing at me. They are laughing at me. They hate me. Like, traumatized women are evil (laughs) a lot of the time um but yeah no so there was a point right was there a point I don't know I just like I talk a lot of shit about men um so I feel like it's only for that I talk about women as well um but also also I just want to say right Do you remember the song Us Against the World by Play? Like, in the song, they mention, like, a boy, something about, like, maybe he likes me and we're meant to be or something like that. But the rest of the song is gay. I don't care what anybody says. It's gay. Like, she's like, girl, you're the only person I can talk to. You're the only person I can say this to. It's Us Against the World. And I know it's supposed to be, like, a a gal pal, like, anthem, but it's gay it's a gay anthem. I don't care. But also maybe that's just because I don't know what female friendships are supposed to look like because I didn't super have a lot of them. I had very few of them. And even those were confusing a lot of the time. I just, you know, I don't know if I've ever had like a normal, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what my what my deal is was has always been will be I don't know how things like this normally work um because my dude friends we be kicking it we always be we have always been kicking it until they would start being like creepy and make me uncomfortable but I realized that it's either someone being creepy toward me or somebody like just bullying the fuck out of me and breaking me down until there's nothing left so um i guess i going to pick one um but also speaking of gay anthems i don't dance from high school musical i've talked about this before but i'm gonna say it again it is a gay anthem if you disagree with me um you are wrong and i am right and i need you to let that marinate um there was there was some there was a reason i brought oh a fucking hate how I never- I get so distracted. I get so distracted all the time, and I never, like, know what I'm meaning to say. I- shit. Oh, speaking of gay anthems, though, uh, happy fucking pride month, dude. Happy pride from your friendly neighborhood space ace. Um- Let's fuck it up this month, bro. There was a jersey from Rue 21 that said, let me be perfectly queer. And I almost got it. But then I was like, people do not need to know my business, my business, Plus my 14 flannels, my ace ring, my ace earrings, my top bun, my funky earrings, my chains, my cargo. Like, they're, y- you know. You know. Everybody know. It is not hard to tell okay just saying but um happy motherfucking pride okay um (laughs) tell me um tell me what it's like please to have just like a girl best friend like a normal one because even like okay Stephanie Stephanie is like a sister to me but we're also married on Facebook so like take that. I don't care. Whatever. It is what it is. She's like a little sister. Um, but I call her my wife and it's fine. I feel like that is what a female friendship is supposed to be. I think like we grew up together, you know, she saw my life at its worst. She saw me at my worst and she stuck around and we have just such a strong platonic, obviously love and, like, I'd fucking die for her, dude. Like, I I would fucking kill for her. Like, she means so much. And she is my best friend. And she will always be my best friend. And I feel like that's how female friendships are supposed to go. So, like, and, and she's never lied to me. You know, she's never made me feel like shit. She's never bullied me. Is that... Do you, do you, if you are a young girl listening to this, is this, is that the type of friendship that you have with multiple females in your lifetime? Like, is that like a, are you like, oh, I've got like three or four friends that are just like that. Like, is that a thing? Like every sleepover I ever went to that had multiple girls, they all ganged up on me. Like. It's it's at a point where, like, as an adult, if, like, a girl talks to me, especially if she's cute, like, if a cute girl talks to me, I get, like, I get, like, super stoked at first, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, a cute girl talked to me, and, like, which is, which sounds really, like whatever we all got tendencies mind your business so anyway like at first i'm like oh my god like she remembered who i was and it looks like she's happy to see me that's so great but then like right after i'm like she's gonna bully me because they always do i bet she's gonna walk away and she's gonna look at her friend and be like that girl is so ugly because that's what they do that's what girls do um they keep you kissing the whole day through your emotions push all your buttons it's true that's what girls do that's why i don't fucking like hanging out with them a lot of the time but i'm realizing as an adult that i think that maybe they kind of grow up eventually hopefully although at my, my work though there is mean girl shit at my work all the time and i'm like brosive i thought we were grown what is this like y'all y'all 30s, 40s, motherfucking, I am the youngest person in this meeting and I am the only one who isn't screaming about some fucking popcorn right now. Like, are y'all goddamn shitting me right now? Like, this shit be complicated as fuck. I don't know what it is about estrogen that makes people so fucking hard to deal with. And yet for some reason, for some reason, I still care about these people and what they think. Why? Why? What is that? What in the goddamn hell is that? I don't know. How long have I been talking about this? And what was I supposed to be talking about? This episode is just going to be called Girls. (laughs) Just Girls. Um, Oh, I got a text message. But, uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say this episode is going to be called because you already saw the title when you clicked on it. I'm going to go back to the beginning of this podcast and figure out what I was actually trying to say because I feel like I was, okay, what did I not talk about yet? Cause I, I had a few things that I wanted to just sit down and talk with you about pop culture, food. Did I talk about food? Um, my friend Jason from public access America, um, has a homemade hummus recipe that he was talking about on his podcast and i uh he was nice enough to give it to me so i'm very excited because i'm going to try to make my own homemade hummus and i'm going to talk about how it went um he also talked about like oat milk on his podcast and (coughs) road and almond milk and shit like that and just like foods that he likes and i'm very excited um and I want to, I want to have a podcast, Jason, if you're listening to this, hi, I would love to have an episode with you on where we can just talk about food and nutrition, because, like, for some reason that's super exciting to me now, um, I also want to talk about, just super quickly, how different my life is today than it was last year, and I'm not going to super dwell on this, because, like, I don't super think my life is that interesting, but, um, I just want to take a minute to like reflect on it. Like a year ago, right? Last May, I was 70 pounds heavier than I am right now. I was 70 pounds heavy. I I wasn't sure if I was going to stay at this job. I had just gotten this job. I didn't know how I felt about it. I wasn't I just didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know where I was going to live. Um and I just I just I I remember where I was in May and kind of what I was going through and I just feel like if I had known that a year from now I would be able to sustain a life by myself and I was gonna be 70 pounds fucking lighter dude and I was gonna have been at this job for a year and I was gonna just have really really good people in my corner I feel like I would have I would have had a little bit more pep in my step. I would have kind of felt a bit less hopeless. Um, Like I've I don't know. I just I think it's I think it's really interesting because I didn't foresee any of this happening. And I think that's why since it all kind of happened so fast. Like I met a whole bunch of people at one time, and I'm. I'm like maybe 40 pounds lighter than what I was about five months ago because that first, that initial 30 pound weight loss was just because I moved into a new place. And so I was able to eat how I wanted and move around and go see friends. And so I naturally had just lost 30 pounds. And I didn't even know because I wasn't really weighing myself like that, but people had noticed that I lost weight and I really didn't. But then I like, I looked at my weight from that time and I was like, holy shit, like I had lost 30 pounds without even trying. Um, but then I was trying and then I lost 40 more, which is really cool. And I'm 40 pounds down 40 to fucking go. I'll talk about that for a minute. 40 down 40 to go motherfucking yeah! I'm halfway there and I'm really excited about it. And I think it's goddamn fantastic. And I'm going to do an episode maybe, um, about kind of, what I was doing because I have been asked and I said that maybe someday I would be able to kind of openly talk about it and like the things that I've learned and of course I'll preface it with I'm not a fucking nutritionist I'm just a random ass person and I probably like I'm not well so you, might, you know you know I'll, I'll put a bunch of disclaimers in there but um I I would like to do that one day kind of talk about what I've learned because I have been asked um, people at work who don't even, like, I don't even know their names have stopped me and asked me what I was doing, which made me feel really fucking cool, because apparently it's, like, noticeable. I don't super notice it, is the thing. Like, I notice certain things, like, I don't have to dry myself with beach towels anymore, (laughs) or, um, like, I, um, my clothes obviously are fitting differently, and I have to buy, like, new clothes, um, and my collarbone, that's what, that's the major thing that I've noticed, um, which I might have talked about this in an early episode, I cannot remember, but sometimes I just, like, run my finger up and down my collarbone, just absentmindedly, um, and I, I I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't even realize I'm doing it a lot of time, I'll just feel my collarbone, and just be like, it's there, look at my collarbone, (laughs) um, Which is so... That was one of my things on my note called Why, where I talk about, like, where I just make a list of reasons why I wanted to lose the weight. One of them was, like, I think collarbones are sexy and I just want to see them, and now I can see my collarbones. And I just, I think that that's really fucking cool. And, um, but also, you know, I still feel heavy when I walk and I still feel very not good and I, I don't necessarily see a huge difference, but other people do. Um, I'm not going to be dramatic and say that I have like body dysmorphia. Cause I feel like that's dr- dramatic. It's just that like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, Ooh, I have body dysmorphia. Um, because no, but like, I definitely have a bit harder of a time recognizing, um, things. Ah, uh, but you know, um, when I'm able to play xylophone on my ribcage, I will know for sure. Ha <laughs> ha Just kidding. Um, but it is about control. I also want to say, I'm sure someone's going to listen to this and be like, she's so shallow. She just cares about being pretty and skinny. And like, no, I, it's not about pretty. I'm gonna tell you right now. It's not about pretty. It's literally just about control. Um, is that healthy? Eh, fuck you. Mind your business. It's healthy for me. It. Okay. Like. Counting calories has given me something to focus on, uh, which quiets the scraggles. Um, If you don't know what the scraggles are, it's because you do not have them. Uh, It is a word I just made up, but you will probably, if you have them, you'll just know, even if you've never heard that word before. When I'm like, I've got the scraggles and I just want them to go away. I just need something to make them go away. I need something to focus on to make all the scraggles quiet down um, or stop moving so much. I feel like you'll understand. They're like these vibrating like scraggles that just like start in my brain and then they just branch out and they just go everywhere and they just scraggle all over the place and I just want to fucking like not have them do that. And so counting calories is one of those ways that I can like focus on something and feel like I'm doing something good and making a progress and it quiets the scraggles down and it makes me a lot less overwhelmed, uh, which is fantastic. And if that does not work for you and that like, starts some kind of eating disordered behavior, don't fucking do it, of course, like, um, just don't fucking do it, if, if it's not, if you can't have a scale in the house without being, you know, not well, uh, don't have a fucking scale in your house, don't do it, you know, but if you're somebody who can handle stuff like that and you don't necessarily have triggers like that, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know, I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your life, I'm not gonna tell you shit, um, But yeah, no, I just I think that that is uh, fascinating because the people who have just recently met me, um, they have met a version of me that I am not familiar with, which I think is very interesting Um, because I was heavier and I also had colorful hair, uh, which I do not have now. It has been a year since I have uh, had colorful hair which is very interesting because I am so used to having colorful hair. Like I still, to this day, I'll like refer to myself as like the green haired girl or something. And then I'm like, whoa, I've been the brown haired girl for a year. People who have met me recently have no idea. Like they they just see like this version of me that I, I don't recognize. And that's so weird. And just the kinds of relationships that I have formed as of recent are so foreign to me that I just don't understand how I even, like, managed to be a part of them. Um, Some of it's probably mania, but, like, I just think it's fascinating. I think things are so fucking weird. Um, But anyway, I said I wasn't gonna ramble on about my life, because it's honestly not super interesting. Uh, Gonna be honest, I'm boring myself just talking about myself. Um, But if you do, here's the thing. Um, If you ever want to know what my like mental cycle is i have a finsta called uh indigo xd four twenty sixty nine and it is private but you are more than welcome to request to follow if you would like just send me a message and tell me who the hell you are because i only want certain people on my shit um gonna be honest but uh yeah so that is um I'm very open about my nutrition, food habits. I'm also very open about my bipolar cycle, if that's what it is. Uh, I, just, I, I just, I'd just be saying shit. I'd just be saying what I'm thinking and it's things that I wouldn't necessarily say to most people. Um, if I don't know who you are, I'm not gonna let you follow me, but if you are ever curious to know kind of what goes on in here. There is that. Um, and that's just also another way to contact me if you ever feel like you need to. So let's see what's going on. Um, I have not watched the Amber Heard Johnny Depp files yet, but I want to sit down one day and just watch it all. Um, because it's very fascinating to me. The abortion shit is insane. I'm not going to go in on my opinions on that because you already know what they are. Um, Men are fucking monsters and they don't know what the goddamn hell they're talking about and a lot of these women also don't know what they're talking about because they listen to these dumbass men and don't think for themselves. Um, But we women shouldn't be treated like second-class citizens and the fact that we are is astronomical and I goddamn hate this country 90% of the time. Well, if you don't like it, you can get out. Hey, guess what? If you don't like this episode, you can fucking go somewhere. Nobody fucking likes you. I promise nobody likes you. Okay, anyway, so what else else is going on in the world? What else is, uh, I tend to ignore a lot of what's going on because it'll overwhelm me and it will make the scraggles, like, vibrate even faster. Um, so I just kind of ignore it all and just put my little hat on to block the scraggles and continue with my day so I'm not necessarily sure what has been happening. I want to get back on my computer regularly, Um, I want to have a soundboard so I can just have, like, fucking fart noises and shit because that's really funny and I like it. I want to get back to Logic and start making music. I want to do KFMs again. Um, But the fact is, I just never... Not that I don't have time, because I have more time now. I am working less. We do not have as much opportunity. We have no opportunity for overtime at the moment. Um, So it is not that I do not have time. And it's just that I do not have the... The go-go's. I don't have the go-go's. I have want. um, But I don't have... Really want. (laughs) I don't don't know. Um, I don't have... I don't have the budget for the fucking soundboard. I wouldn't even know how to do that. Um, You know, I I don't, I don't know. I just, you know, hey, remember last episode when I said that I wanted to change my last name to Indigo and I had made the joke about changing it to Halloween Monster Mash and my coworker was like, please don't fucking name yourself Monster Mash Kai. I can't talk to you if your name is fucking Monster Mash. Don't do this. (laughs) Well, I had told my friend about it and she had said literally the same thing. She was like, Kai, don't don't fucking name yourself Monster Mash. That is entirely too much. Don't do that. Don't. Don't do that. And I was like, are you seriously going to sit here and tell me right now that you wouldn't be best friends with Kai Indigo Halloween Monster Mash? You're going to tell me right now that you wouldn't introduce me to your folks as Kai Monster Mash? And she was like... Yeah, I'm going to tell you that right now. I wouldn't introduce you to my folks at all if your name was fucking Monster Mash. And I was like, bro! Um, so there's an update on that that nobody asked for. I just thought that I would put that in there because I find it rather fascinating. It's uh, it's a fucking hoot and a half if I do say so myself. Let's talk about Audible for a minute. Let's talk about Audible. Um, Maria Hornbacher. Is that how you pronounce her name? Maria Maria Hornbacher. Bacher, Bacher. She is my favorite author of all time now pretty sure she's only like two books out but they're both amazing and right now i am currently listening to a book called madness which is about her experience with bipolar disorder bipolar one and it is fucking amazing it is a great book uh her book wasted is one that a lot of people find rather triggering so if you are somebody who struggles with eating disorders uh don't read it and i'm sure people are going to get mad about me for even mentioning it because people are going to listen to that and then they're going to go read it and then they're going to get triggered but guess what i told you that it was triggering and you went and you listened to it anyway and then you got triggered that's not my fault that's your fault you're a grown woman take responsibility for your fucking actions but if you can listen to books about anorexia bulimia binge and you don't have any like you you're not going to get triggered um great book fantastic book love it such an enjoyable read both of those books Fucking mint. Um, I have zero credits right now, so I cannot download any more. But I'm very excited too because I have so many on my list that I'm just super excited to listen to, and I can just listen to them at work. Um, I've been turning the. L- oh, if you have an Apple Watch, um, here's a tip that I learned from a coworker of mine who got it from reddit i believe if your watch battery is dying super fast one stop listening to music on spotify on your watch um that will kill that will fucking murder your battery that will merc that shit don't do it if you can help it i know that work is awful when you can't have your phone on you and you need music and i totally get it but try to keep that to a minimum um Another thing is to turn off your LTE. Your battery will, it'll charge faster and it'll die slower if your LTE is not on. And I know the point, if you're anything like me and your job is like mine, the point of you having the watch is so that you can stay connected while you are at work. So what I personally do is I leave the LTD, LTD, the LTE off for the majority of the day and then like every couple of hours I'll turn it on and kind of check in look at my messages maybe if I get too bored and stir crazy and start spinning around and humming and singing and smacking smacking I meant snapping but sure smacking um I will turn the LTE on and I will listen to podcasts which is when I have the time to listen to public access or punch up the jam or which I found out they're doing new episodes I thought that punch up the jam was like over but it just turns out that like Miel had stopped doing it, but then they continued it with, um, the set of brothers, um, it's not as funny as Miel and Demi, at least not yet, um, but I'm hoping that it gets better, but I still like it, um, so yeah, Punch Up, Public Access, Song Exploder, still one of my absolute favorite podcasts, my favorite podcast, if you don't know what Punch Up the Jam is, it's basically Song Exploder, but funny, um, I mean, they don't actually get to talk to the artists who made the songs and why, but they just, like, dissect the songs and talk about them, and it's funny. Anyway, so, let's see. Curtis Connors, very, really good podcast, is, of course, a great one. One that I love to listen to. Dynamic Banter is a great one that I love to listen to. Um, Audiobooks, the ones that I've listened to so far, are Wasted and Half of Madness. I'm still reading, listening to Madness. It's great. Um, Songs... Is a song that I'm loving right now? Runaway by Haley Kiyoko is a song that I'm really enjoying right now. Can't get enough of that. Still constantly listening to Running by Ladipo and Fireboy. Um, cannot get enough of that song. Fantastic song. Love that song. Um, Let's see. What what do I recommend? What is a Dexter New Blood? If you saw the you know the OG Dexter, I didn't even really realize that they had had a spinoff. I think I knew that and then forgot about it. Um, but I got to binge that this weekend and it was fucking amazing. And I recommend it. And you should uh, watch that. Um, Rewatching The Office with a friend of mine got her to start watching The Office I'm very proud of myself for doing that because it's a great show and she seems to really like it and I'm very excited because the more people I can get to watch The Office the better Um, I have seen a few episodes of Modern Family it seems very nice I'm going to start watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine that seems very nice those are shows that she's getting me into Um, let's see what else? what else is good? anything good? what is good? Um, any recommendations? Any new things that maybe I think you'd enjoy before I get the fuck out of here? Movies. Little rascals. Um... One of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, Believe it or not, I had never seen it before. I had never seen it until my friend showed it to me. And it is fantastic. It's one of my favorite movies. It is a great movie. Um, Which I'm sure you've probably already seen it. And you're just in awe of the fact that I had not yet seen it. But if you have not seen it, go watch Little Rascals. It's super cute and I love it. And it's fucking funny and it holds up. I don't know how old it is, but it definitely holds up. I feel like it's probably a classic. Um, It's got that classic vibe vibe. Um, but I'm, like, not from here. I live under a goddamn rock, so I'm not sure. But that's a great movie. You should watch it. Um. <laughs> oh, also, uh, happy, um, Mercury and Retrograde basically being over. Woo! That's so exciting because Mercury and Retrograde be kicking ass. Um, so let's all give ourselves a round of applause because we made it through. Yeah. Yay! Anyway, um, this episode, uh, wasn't, um, good. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, now that I, um, am finished with it, I am realizing that I didn't super like it a lot, but I'm probably gonna post it anyway because, um, why the hell not? gives you something to listen to in the background while you're making your ramen noodles. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up with a joke, which is what we do best. And maybe next time there will be humans here and we will have human conversation. But for now, I am going to wrap this up with a joke. So here we go. What? I already fucked it up. <laughs> Why do peppers make such great archers? It because they habanero